2: We have liftoff.
1: It's very funny because every mm-hmm. week I think, oh my God, I've got nothing to talk about. Mm-hmm. But um, every week in the last 30 seconds before we mm. press record, I suddenly think... Actually, I've got quite a lot to talk about. <laughs> um,
2: yes, I have always panic as well. Uh, sorry, I'm just looking at your phone and there's a picture of Nadia Sawala. I
1: love Nadia. I mean, she could be my first recommendation. Mm. Yeah. Nadia Sawala. I don't know if um, we've talked about Celeste Barber before, but Nadia is turning into the British version of the Australian woman, Celeste Barber. She, she's mimicking photographs, utterly ridiculous photographs of celebrities. This one in particular, I think, is Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. in a ridiculous bikini that barely covers her JJ And Nadia has copied the outfit on her, what looks like her kitchen table <laughs> with a motorbike helmet and a and a bikini and her dog by her, her foot. Yeah, But there is a clip that Nadia had of her and her husband laughing, mm. which I think we have talked about on this podcast at some point, where it made me laugh so hard that I actually... Just couldn't stop watching it. I sent it to you. She's got half a million followers, but they're just going up and up and up and up because She's entertaining, presumably. And she she is a lovely person. Mm. We can all relate to her. She's beautiful and funny Mm -hmm. and quite happy to absolutely take the mickey out of herself. I love her because she's menopausal Mm -hmm. and um, bonkers like me. And she is just really uh, a great human. She's yeah, got good. a good podcast, I think. Is, is she doing a podcast with her? I'm not mm-hmm. sure if she is, but there. she's on Loose Women.
2: Press more where it says more. See more. what it says there. No, um, just not, she,
1: no that's just her. Uh, press. But on her her Instagram account, it's definitely worth a follow. But, good.
2: Yeah. Yeah, well, that picture really kind of sparked yeah. my interest Yeah, there. I mean, women in bikinis, I always quite like have a have a look, you know.
1: You know what we, I was talking about <laughs> body confidence. No, but what's interesting? What's interesting is yeah. Nadia looks yeah. as attractive as Kim Kardashian. Yes, I agree. And Kim you Kardashian know, has got the kind of body that people want, but Nadia is attractive because she's so confident. confident. And it it's does. All about I'm confidence, always saying to people. Yeah. It doesn't matter what size you are. If you feel good in your skin, you're going to look smoking hot. I totally agree. The reason why I think exercise is Mm. important isn't because it's going to make you smaller or tighter or anything like that. It's because something happens when you exercise. You release endorphins, Mm -hmm. you feel like you've got a bit of a spring in your step, you feel good about yourself, you've done something for your own body, for your own mind. You've got to stop looking at exercise as something for losing weight. It has to be Mm. for gaining confidence. It will make you feel more confident. End of.
2: Yeah, which... I think it just makes you more appealing, essentially, uh, doesn't in, it?
1: In you the know, most relaxing, enormous yes. way, right? It makes you so attractive.
2: Having said that, I've mm. decided to try and lose my love handles at the moment. Yeah, my, yeah but
1: you're doing so well. My
2: Tyson Furies, I call them. Um, yeah, he's got, he's got... Yeah, don't there was literally... Don't say
1: anything out loud, though, because
2: he... <laughs> he might listen. He
1: might punch
2: you. He's no chance against me. I'm too quick. <laughs> Too nimble, nimble, more of a chop. But yeah, I've got these like flabby bits at the back, these love handles that you, you always say you like. You
1: haven't
0: got you
2: flabby bits. Um, but anyway, I thought, oh, I really want to get rid of them. There was a picture of me in in Turkey, I think, that I thought I've got to get rid of the Tyson Furies. They've got to go. And then we were chatting to somebody about fasting and I thought, I'm going to give the fasting thing a go. I've never done that before. I always just think I'll exercise the fat away, which doesn't work (laughs) unless you exercise like mad. It's mainly about food. I mean, I kind of know that anyway, really. And I eat a lot of takeaways and fast food and fried food and stuff like that. I had slim chickens once this week. Oh, it was good. So I've decided to do the fasting thing. So I don't eat between eight o'clock at night and midday the following day, about 12, 12.30. Yeah. Which I think they call 8.16. Yeah. So you eat all your day's food within an eight-hour window, and then you don't eat anything for the 16 hours. What's that? You...
1: I'm just recommending a book oh, for yeah. anybody that's interested oh, in fasting. Okay. Michael Mosley, who you love. <gasps>
2: yes, I do love Michael Mosley. Yeah, wrote a book BBC called Science. Fast
1: Exercise. Right. Okay. Which is about intermittent fasting. Mm. It's got and it's, it's there, really so. good.
2: Interfering with the... Ooh.
1: Was that? Driver's nearly with us.
2: Oh my god, we've ordered a an Nando's. Yep. And it's like half past seven, so as long as I eat it in the next half hour, it should be fine. Yep. Boom. And it's mainly chicken. I have ordered some chips, and I'll have a little crescent of chips on the plate, but I will mm. only eat like 10 of them. I won't eat. I never eat the full portion of chips. Chips are deadly, right? Can I just say, yeah.
1: our listeners don't care. You don't have to justify eating yeah, no, chips. It's a recommendation
2: you're... podcast. I'm going like, yeah, to recommend to Yeah, but you're going
1: to fast. Yes so I, I thought the point was you can eat what you want in between
2: no i don't think so i think basically i've cut out crisps and chocolate not eating any of that stuff i only like a bar of fruit and nut and a couple of bags of crisps at night mm. i mean i love snacks basically but i cut all of that out and i've lost the love handles virtually altogether. they went within about two weeks i couldn't believe how fast it's dropped off me but obviously it's dropped off me in other areas as well which i'm not dead keen about like it's half I've lost it out of my chest a little bit. I've lost it out of my sides here, you know, out of my arms a bit as well. But can so, I just say, you yes. are
1: perfectly in proportion. Mm.
2: Right. No,
1: no, you are, you and that? you're meant to be slim. Mm. You are a slim man. Yeah, and yes, it's I do. So that. Yes. attractive. Yes. So it's nice, don't. Isn't
2: it? I don't you want to go, look. Yeah,
1: yeah like, Really good.
2: Good. I just and need to. Like, I'm supposed to exercise as well. I'm supposed to do some weight training so you keep the muscle but lose the fat.
1: Yeah, but it's hard when you're fasting to keep the muscle, isn't it? I don't know. As long as you uh, exercise it. I quickly want to say about Michael Mosley that... Mm. um, There it is.
2: Okay, pause, Pause. people, pause.
1: That was nice. I really needed that.
2: What did you have, a butterfly chicken?
1: Butterfly chicken, always have the same medium, medium spice, and some rainbow slaw. I've got to just recommend the Nando's rainbow slaw because they don't just put the cabbage and everything in it. They also put seeds yeah. and I, I know you don't like it, but I do.
2: I, I was meant to just get regular slaw mm. and I actually got rainbow regular slaw, which was a mistake. I'm not mad keen on the rainbow slaw. It's too poncy for me.
1: Yeah, but I, I like poncy. I, I, I totally get yeah. that. Yeah.
2: But the, just the regular slaw there mm. is brilliant. Mm. Oh, I had five chicken wings and a quarter of a chicken.
1: But that's because you need the protein to build the muscles. Yeah, exactly. Because you you're to getting rid of your dad bod. <laughs>
2: I messaged Steve the dad bod today. Did you? He, he reached 100,000 followers today and he did a thank you to all his oh. followers. So I sent him a message and said, the reason you've got 100,000, Steve, is you're great.
1: No. Okay, well done.
2: And he went, oh, thanks for your support, man. I, he's so, I love this guy. He's so kind of I thought cute. you were going to say mm-hmm. the
1: reason you've got 100,000 followers is because you were all making the cut. As a joke, Ah, okay. but you know he's American, yeah, and, yes, and they don't American. get irony or sarcasm. Well, he might. And do. He might have thought that that was an insult.
2: Ah, okay.
1: Um, and actually, what you mm. did was a thousand times yeah. better. I like than what I thought you'd
2: done. I like him. I like his. He's post. so nice. Yeah, go and follow him on on the Instagrams, uh, Steve uh, Dadbot underscore underscore Steve, I think it is. Um, he's very good. Um, did, last night, the Killers played. In a tiny venue in Sheffield They played the Sheffield Academy last night Why? How? Well they always do this when they come to to town Everybody thinks they're a Sheffield band Because the Arctic Monkeys came around at the same time as the the Killers And then the Kings of Leon And then the Kaiser Chiefs And all of those KK bands Um, Everyone just assumed they were all from Yorkshire So the Killers just got labelled like Oh, the Killers from Sheffield So everyone just thought they were a Sheffield band But they're actually from Las Vegas but they love going to Yorkshire For some reason they, They're really loved there So they're about to do A huge stadium tour of Britain They're playing the Emirates Stadium And all that kind of you stuff you got
1: tickets for that? No Why have we not got tickets because for that? Because
2: the clash with Jacob Collier Which Jacob Collier has now cancelled Has been postponed uh, we had tickets to see Jacob Collier on the third of June. I think June.
1: people should try and. I think we've talked about this before. Mm. But Jacob Collier is a good ticket to go to see. Oh my god! See. So I think we have talked about this. We have but talked about this. He's going to bigger venues. Yes. Yeah, so, so if you couldn't get tickets before, the chances are you can get tickets now.
2: If you don't know who he is, follow him on, on Instagram. Go and have a look at his show. Got it. Brilliant. It is really But we good. had tickets for a small venue in Brighton. They've postponed that, and he's now playing the Brighton Dome so they can play to more people. So there will be tickets available, but if you can go and see him, go, it blow go, your go. brains out.
1: And The Killers. The Killers is an amazing yes, gig. Yes, I mean, even I know, in a big stadium, they are a stadium band. Yes. They can they fill got, yeah. a stadium with their presence. And,
2: and the big songs. I mean, Mr. Brightside's the most streamed song yeah. in the world ever is by it? a journey mile. Like... If you look at the streams that Mr. Brightside's is had on Spotify, it? it trounces everything. It's the really? most played song in the history of music.
1: I'm yeah. amazed. I know, it's incredible, What's isn't it? What's the next it? one, Dan? Do you know?
2: Um, It's probably a Coldplay song. Yes. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me, but uh, Sky I, I Stars or something like that? Yeah, maybe. But um, Mr. Brightside is huge.
1: And also so, while we're at it mm, then let's while we're on the subject mm, of killer music. Yeah. Let's just talk about what you're going to see with your boys. Yes. Your, so, what your boys got you for birthday. One your of the birthday, birthday presents I
2: got was two uh, three tickets for me and the boys to go and see David Gray at the O2 resurrect white ladder for the 20th anniversary. Which
1: is Yeah. Like, it's brilliant. So good. Yeah.
2: So he's on Instagram at the moment he pinned It was Belfast so iconic. Oh, those songs. The whole album is, you'll go, oh, I know this song, oh, I know this song, I know this song. It's brilliant. Yeah.
1: Because you told me a story about Mm. what happened to him after that album about another band and a kind of movement that started Mm. and it just kind of wiped him off the scene.
2: Well, he had an album before um, White Ladder and um, it was, you know, he was obviously a big talent, big voice, had this great sound and he put this album out, which I can't remember what it's called now. And literally the day it was released, like Oasis just came. Thundering through the 90s, and the idea of that anybody wanted to listen to a singer-songwriter play an acoustic guitar at a gig was just dumb. Everybody wanted Britpop. So, you know, Shed 7, Blur, Blur. And Oasis and all the rest of it. I mean, there was just...
1: Ocean Colour Scene.
2: Travis, you mm. know, like there was just endless bands. And David Gray just disappeared. His career disappeared. Everything ended really for him. His record company, I think, I don't think we're going to renew his contract. It was done like he, he'd reached this point where he thought, oh my God. And then he was just about to give up music altogether. And Kathy Burke got in touch with him because she liked him. And asked him to write a song for a film that they were making called This Year's Love. Oh. So he said I was just... So
1: it's that album that was the comeback?
2: Yeah, The White Ladder was was, was the comeback. was the comeback. Yeah, yeah. So he wrote This Year's Love and then started just writing a bunch of songs in his bedroom. Because the whole album's recorded in his bedroom. I
1: remember, because I remember Mm. hearing that story. I just didn't know the lead Mm. up to it. Because that's...
2: And then he did Babylon and all the rest of it. And I think he just thought, you know what? I think I might be on something... So he started to play in Dublin all mm. the time, and the, the Irish people just fell in love with him. So he released White Ladder on his own label, I think, and it just went double platinum in Ireland, but not nothing over here at all. He said really? he was driving, he was driving printed copies of his album, his LP, in a car to take to Tower Records in in, in Dublin to That's sell.
1: That's quite Stuart Lee.
2: <laughs> yes, totally. You know, but he said he was literally selling that at the back of his car, and then. White Ladder took off and changed his life and changed lots of other people's lives as well. Because it's a you brilliant know album. You know?
1: I think you mm. can always tell with a star is mm. when they've really had to fight to get yeah. to where they want to go to. Because he undoubtedly, when you, you just played something on his mm. Instagram, a message mm. to his fans, he'd played in, Belfast was it Belfast? And, yeah, yeah. and then got horribly drunk. Yeah, and he's yeah. got today off because he's doing, what, four nights in Dublin? Three nights Three in Dublin. Three nights in Dublin. Think, yeah. So he's obviously, he knows that, mm. that that's where it all started and wants yeah. to repay them with lots of gigs and loves the Irish mm. fans. But there is a level of gratitude to your life and love of music when you feel like you nearly lost it all.
2: Oh, God,
1: yeah. He and seems that so he grateful. literally yeah. fought tooth mm. and nail to win it back. Mm. And I really admire that in mm. people. But he's got such a nice personality. He's so... No,
2: oh, he's such a lovely person, it seems. And he's it? touring yeah. now. And so it's well now. worth going to yeah, see, Yeah, so right? he's doing Britain now. There's still tickets for London on the 27th, I believe, to see uh, White Ladder. But if you're interested in listening to his music, there's an album he does called Draw the Line. And if you get the deluxe edition that's on iTunes and Spotify and all the rest of it, the last 10 songs are all live songs and Babylon's in there and this year's love and all sorts of things. And
1: his amazing live. And
2: they are knockout performances of a live band and what a voice. So have a listen to that draw the line. When I saw
1: Mallory (gasps) live, he he played that. That was the first track and I was literally like stuck to my seat. Yeah, well, I think we both shed a tear. Yeah crying.
2: The harmonies in it just yes. like not brain And at the end that out, kind it.
1: of weird low like, wave of <laughs> yes. voice. And I thought that's an encore.
2: Yeah yeah it peaked but too but soon didn't he, he with that song.
1: It was but it was a fantastic gig. So love him. Yeah. I love him. Apparently, yeah. him.
2: apparently yeah. what he's doing is doing, Follow a, him uh, everywhere. He's doing a 45 minute greatest hit set and then they're doing White Ladder from start mm. to finish. So I'm really looking forward to that. It was a great so, birthday present.
1: Um, good. Um, Your boys are lovely. Yeah. I'm going to tell you sort of about a Mm -hmm. musical joy that I came across in my For You page. Uh Instagram's really getting to know me very well indeed. And I found a guy who's got 72.8 thousand followers. He's called Bearded underscore Boomer. Okay. And he basically Mm -hmm. dances, but he makes me very happy. Okay, good. I, I love people that dance. As you know, I've I've recommended many dance um, accounts on Instagram. This guy dances to... Um, does lots of TikToks. ...episode about rap. Can you remember any of the rap
0: that you did? Well, money don't jiggle, so, jiggle. It folds, i like to see you wiggle, wiggle. For sure.
1: So this and is like a spoof. Did Google you ever Google. hear this? No. I don't I
2: don't write write it.
1: It that was Louis Theroux. He wrote a rap.
2: Louis it wrote became a
1: rap. it became a big thing really? on TikTok. It was for a TV program. Okay. It was very awkward okay. and very funny. But watch this. This is he duets on a, on a, a TikTok dance craze. Mm. But look how loose he is. He's yeah. so he's so. He just makes me really happy. Yeah. he's got a big grey beard. Uh-huh. Um, he looks a bit like a really cool Santa, and he's got some amazing dance moves on him. If you want to just follow someone that will just make you happy with every single post he yes. posts, and when it comes up on your page, you know that you're going to watch it and want to share it with some <laughs> friends. Um, he's called Bearded Boomer. Um, he is uh, does Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and he's, um, I don't know what that means, but he's a, a public figure, and he is really good. He
2: looks great.
1: Yeah, he looks like somebody you want to go and hang out with. Yeah,
2: he looks right up your street yeah. as well. Yeah, you he's love up my dancing people, dancing people, people
1: um, any yeah. age. Yes. Any nationality, uh, any creed or religion. I love everybody. On the subject
2: of music and dance, yes. I bought a pair of speakers uh, not long ago. Now I've got lots Is of speakers. These, and Bluetooth are these the speakers and that,
1: studio speakers? Yes,
2: they're in my studio. Because I at the looked moment. at
1: those speakers. Mm. It was quite funny, and it, I, it slipped my mind to ask you about them. Mm. But I thought, ooh, what are those? They look good, don't they? Yeah, they look great.
2: So I had a little keyboard set up at home Mm. in St Albans where I had this MIDI keyboard, which we recommended on this uh, podcast. And then it goes through your computer, and then you need some speakers for it to come out of. So I was thinking, oh, I just want a pair of kind of cheapest speakers, but they would be quite good for music. So I had a little look at people's setups on YouTube and stuff like that. And they all had these, like, slightly 80s, slightly 90s speakers with cones in them and all the rest of it. So I had a quick look around. And then I was in Currys not that long ago, looking, oh, looking for a set. I love Currys. Love Currys. Curry's.
1: Right? Oh my god! I love god. fridge freezers.
2: I love ovens. No, but everything, love, everything
1: mm. in there. Oh, so good. Wi-Fi TVs. boosters. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's great, right? Like plugs. It used to be things, Currys PC wires. World, and
2: I don't know what it is anymore. I've just gone back to Currys. It's just Currys. Okay. Got divorced. So I got these um, these Bluetooth speakers from JVC, and um, they were seventy nine pounds. But I'm just actually going. Can I ask you something? Yes.
1: What do you mean Bluetooth?
2: Well, they're called bookshelf speakers. So they sit on a bookshelf or they sit on a sideboard or whatnot. Here they are here. Mm. Um, They're called JVC XS D629BM 2.0 Bluetooth speakers. So the speakers are plugged in. You plug them in. They're not battery operated or anything. They're old school speakers. You connect a wire from one to the other. So they're connected together. Yes, they're connected to each other, yeah. And then you press a little button and a little Bluetooth comes on so you can Bluetooth your phone to them. Okay, Um, Or you can plug in uh, a jack or you can plug in, you know, whatever it is you want. So uh, you could plug plug in a turntable or Mm -hmm. whatever it is you can see there. It's got USB-C, RCA, USB smartphone charging. It's got all sorts of stuff in there. When I bought these, they were £79. (gasps) I couldn't believe the quality of them and the sound, but also the way they looked. They look really cool, right? I mean, they look cool enough
1: for me to notice. Yeah,
2: yeah. Mm. And they sit very beautifully on this kind of mid-century furniture I've got in the studio. So anyway, they're £119 at the moment, it but seems, in Courage. But it's still an absolute bargain. Really
1: good. And 60 because watts of output in there. Is good.
2: When I was playing my keyboard and layering some songs in GarageBand, I was like, God, the sound is bloody brilliant. But just playing music through them in the studio, they used to be in my kitchen, I was just bowled over by them. So if you've got a kid whose birthday it is, or you've got a partner or something who likes a new pair of speakers or something like that, I would highly recommend these. I bought them about four months ago, and I've been meaning to talk about them in the, on this podcast for ages, but they absolutely knock me socks off. And for the money, for some powered speakers, they're brilliant. I'd say they're about the size of a small shoebox each. Are
1: you so doing a, Mark a around for his money?
2: They're a bit of furniture. I'd love to I would love to learn to do what Mark Rabelais does. That would be the dream. But yes, you need speakers. And these these are them. So They're on curries for £119, but I assume they would drop down in the sale, or you might get them somewhere else a bit cheaper, because like I said, they were a lot cheaper when I bought them. But that is a recommendation from me.
1: I'm going to go, because I've got a few things to recommend this week that are Mm. quite spenny. Okay. So I thought I'd go for something that is um, slightly better value, Mm. just to lead people in a bit. But. Uh A friend of mine who on Instagram is uh, me and my HRT and I would highly recommend if you are a woman and you're struggling with finding the right type of HRT for you. I think I may have talked about her before. She basically spent a year trying to get um, her HRT right and it is very difficult to get the right balance sometimes. I was just incredibly lucky. Okay, I, I was put on... Uh, Patches, Mm -hmm. and then I was on the pills for progesterone. And in fact, I needed to change off the pills because it was making me bleed quite heavily. So I, I I went on the coil instead. But that was one change. Sometimes people, there are so many different types. Yeah, yes. You can try a zillion different Mm. combinations. And she went through a big, Mm -hmm. a big year of of kind of feeling quite down. And she got there in the end. But she's she's such a great campaigner, and she's now got eight thousand three hundred followers. Oh, and wow. just from kind of talking being about a lovely person and talking about her experiences. She's called Kathy Proctor. Anyway, she sent me this idea. She was just sort of saying if we ever wanted to go, but I had a look at it and mm-hmm. I thought everybody should know about this. This place is amazing. So she has a place that she puts out on Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And I, you know Margate. Yeah, yeah. I love I've Margate. never yeah, been yeah. to Margate. Really? No, but a oh really God, good friend of go. yours lives there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's brilliant. Now, I've just looked it up. It's called The Original Seaside, and the the description that um, it has online is a timeless English seaside holiday town on the Kent coast, combining old world charm with 21st century culture, mm. including Turner Contemporary.
2: Yes, there's um, a fantastic... Um,
1: art gallery. Art gallery. I'm yeah. to call
2: it a museum there.
1: Dreamland and Margate's Shell Grotto. What is the Shell Grotto? Well, you know I mean, I don't is? know.
2: But last time I was there, we it was the Grayson Perry's exhibition was there. I mean, but, I mean it's really good. There's this a... is
1: extraordinary. And excuse me, is that sand?
2: Yes, it's a sandy beach in Margate. There are yeah,
1: sandy yeah. beaches in Margate. Yeah, yeah. It's what great. What are we doing? I'm I'm now feeling a bit... I regret well, we telling go? anybody. Let's go. That's uh, about Margate because now everybody's going to go and I think we should go and live there <laughs> um, because it is like Shoreditch on the Sea right Margate mm, is becoming uber trendy it, yeah. um, it's got lots of really cool mm. bars it's got lots of great nightlife you and Andy
2: yeah yeah, we I seem there. to remember
1: a few phone calls from that night yeah you so, got absolutely bladdered.
2: we did yeah so Andy went down there to write a book and then I said, I wasn't doing anything this weekend. And he said, well, I've got a lovely Airbnb, a two-bedroom place. Why don't you come down for the night? <laughs> and I did. And we went out on the razzle-dazzle.
1: <laughs> I'll never forget it. it I, I, the, the phone calls that I got were so yeah. funny. And it, what, didn't you, because at one point you FaceTimed me and you were with some doctor, like a yeah, doctor. Yes, so was an
2: A&E, doc, an, an a- a- A&E, A&E doctor, doctor and his sister.
1: Oh, my God, it um, was so funny. We went
2: back to their house. They made us bacon sandwiches. And you'd never met them before? Never met them before in my life. We're all Facebook friends and things like that. Oh, my God, I love it so much. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, so
1: so Mm. Margate, Mm. basically, we've now established, is not only very pretty with amazing sand beaches. Mm. It's in Kent, so it's on the east coast, southeast coast of the UK. But it's very trendy, it's lovely, and in the summer, there's nowhere quite like it. But anywhere by the sea Mm. in any season is gorgeous. So, Kathy sent me the Instagram account for this little place that she's got down there. Yeah, It's a one-bed apartment. It sleeps four. And it's called Little Beach underscore Retreat. So, it's a two-minute stroll to a sandy beach. Look at this. Oh, I'm going to turn the sound down. So, basically, she sent me a, 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 on yeah. her Instagram, there is a post of the beach that it's a two-minute walk from. It's Ooh. absolutely yeah. idyllic. The countryside is perfect. I'm still reeling from this whole sand thing, mm. but the flat is absolutely gorgeous. It's walking distance to all the bars and restaurants, and it's on Airbnb. And the link to the Airbnb um, is, is the um, on the Instagram page. Well,
2: that's a shame because I was gonna, I was just gonna, I was gonna take you there on the eighth of June because Noel Gallagher's High Flying Birds is playing on the beach in Margate. Shut up! But we are working on a two day job. For um, oh. JD Williams. Oh. I know. Oh. And we could've we could have gone and stayed there.
1: No. Yeah. See look um. it's in the
2: diary. Um Nor Gallagher's High Flying Birds, Margate. Um oh. But um we'll have to find something else to go to Margate for.
1: Well, we could we don't have to even have but. a reason.
2: No, no, absolutely. Sandy Beach but it'd be nice to enough. do something, yeah.
1: Um but I would love to go mm. and um it's got some amazing reviews. Um, oh, has it? So Nicole said, "Little Beach Retreat is a truly lovely place to stay." Cathy's a fantastic host and offered so many recommendations of places to go and things to do. So that's the kind of host that she is. Yes, I mean it's just got five stars the whole way. Everybody, everybody loved her and loves it. Oh, so it looks
2: brilliant! Good work. Thank you. It's lovely to spread the word about a little thing like that. Oh you know, well, and also nice we are do,
1: aren't people always? looking for
2: yes they're always it. could you recommend a place or yeah, uh, you know yeah, but, like, uh, and and, and but
1: generally like I'm always thinking oh I'd love to just kind of there's a, this is a reason to go and visit somewhere mm-hmm. oh we know where we're going to stay yeah yeah sometimes That's you go good. and have a look at somewhere and you think oh I don't know where we'd stay mm-hmm. but this is like you would go to Margate to stay in to this stay little in. place yeah. it's in the perfect location mm. really romantic I
2: believe you've never been to Margate you've been to Broadstairs
1: nope <gasps> That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST.
0: How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you.
2: You, very kindly, for my birthday, bought me a coffee-making machine.
1: Now, can we explain to people why I did it? Who did you want to be?
2: I can't remember who did it. Oh yes, right. So there's a TV show. You can't a, watch it a, here. A Nordic noir. Yeah, very noir. Very noir. It's very dark. Yes. Called Exit. Now, if you Google Exit, you will get a program called Exit, but then it's not that. I think there's a Korean show called Exit, and I think there's a British show called Exit, and it's neither of those ones. For it's whatever Norwegian. reason, it's Norwegian. For whatever reason, you cannot get it anywhere here. So it's a it's a it's a no no Norwegian, Norwegian. shit. <laughs> I just want to say Norwegian wood. It just wants to come out of I me. Mean,
1: yeah, well, out. that's yeah. the opening shot of the um, series yes, is, is a bit of Norwegian wood.
2: Yeah, the opening shot of the series is a, a guy having sex with a prostitute in a room while another guy with a fully erect penis. Fully
1: erect. Storms down the corridor a corridor with a knife. into
2: the room to also have sex with a prostitute and then decides he can't get in. So he gets a kitchen knife and stabs through the door, stabbing the prostitute in the I, ear. Yeah. I mean, it's a brutal...
1: It's drama. Really and it's,
2: it's loosely based on some real interviews of some billionaires based in Norway and their lives and what it's like. Anyway, they live a very stressful but life. The point as far is, as I can see.
1: we don't want to talk about any we don't want of to talk that. About
2: that. No, but one of the guys in it, who's quite horrible, every morning gets up and he makes himself this coffee. So he has this ritual of grinding the beans and then putting the machine in and then frothing the coffee and all the rest of it. And he does this in kind of silence. There's a lovely little scene at the beginning. It's each episode lit. where he does it, so
1: nicely, it's, isn't it? Yeah,
2: it's like maybe 5 5.30 in the morning, it's really peaceful. And every time I watch it, I think, God, I love that. Now, we've got Nespresso machines virtually everywhere, and you put a coffee pod in and you press the button, you get lovely coffee. I love the Nespresso machine, but there's no ritual and there's no routine to the whole thing.
1: Grind and coffee pods, by the way, people.
2: Yeah, we love grind, the grind we've coffee. We've recommended them, really grind coffee is nice. great. Um, but I miss the ritual I want to do all the bloody thing you know. I want to grind the beans I want to tamper the thing I want to stick it in the machine And twist it And then get it to the right temperature And then when you're getting rid of
1: the coffee grounds You want to yeah. tap it on the bin exactly. And get rid of all the coffee grounds yeah. And
2: then sit in silence Looking out at a vista of beauty And drink the coffee
1: That's your problem
2: there's no vista of beauty.
1: No, there's just me going. Do you know what I was thinking about this morning? And mm. I had this really weird dream last night. Oh my God, did I tell you about that? I mean, I talk, <laughs> how much do I talk in the morning? Yeah,
2: you have, to have a tendency to chat quite a bit in the morning. <laughs> Sorry. You know, that's all right. I mean, I, you know, it's fine. I mean, I like the fact that you're chatty. you know, okay. what would I do without you, you know? Okay. Um, so anyway, the coffee machine is a sage coffee machine. Now you can get it from... No, L- do you know
1: why I got a sage Uh, No. Because I really like everything. It's Heston Blumenthal. Oh, is it? And he is such a perfectionist, Heston Blumenthal. Mm. He has to get everything so precisely right. And we have recommended the Sage Toaster before. Oh, that's
2: the Heston Blumenthal Sage Toaster, of course.
1: And this is a Heston Blumenthal Sage Kettle. He is... Yeah. He does make really good. But he is the louis vuitton
2: yeah it's expensive right yeah so this is called sage the barista pro bean to cup coffee machine ses 878 b s s um it's about 750 pounds which is very expensive i've had lots of people on my insta because i posted a picture of it say i've just got that one expensive but brilliant It is really good. And I feel like a total barista when I'm making coffee. And when people come around, and go, do you want a coffee? And they say no. And I go, well, let me make you one of You don't have to drink it. Uh, What I haven't mastered is the milky bit yet. I haven't mastered the flat white or the cappuccino thing. But I haven't had a chance. You know, I haven't haven't had time to play around with it. But, oh, it looks really good. Mm. I need to grow a bigger beard. I need to get some tattoos. Mm. I need an apron. Do
1: you know what I really like, in fact, on the picture on the um, Mm. Lakeland website? Yeah. They... Sell them there, and they sell them in John Lewis and lots of other places. But um, I love coffee in a glass.
2: Yes, I like coffee in a glass. I like the way it settles. You know, mm. it starts like it looks and it, so nice. You get a head on it like mm. its, You know, it's got an LED display. You can adjust the water temperature. You can adjust the the size of the grind, mm-hmm. the amount of the grind, mm-hmm. the temperature of the water, the amount of the water. Mm-hmm. Obviously, whether it's a, a a dual pass or a single pass, which means whether they're pre-ground coffee beans or not. And then you can obviously do the milk. You can give yourself hot water for an Americano. It literally does everything you would get in a full-on Shoreditch coffee house.
1: And there is something extremely ritualistic. Yes. um, And satisfying about it. Mm. I mean, I think that's part of the pleasure of it. Yes. And why it's become such a thing that not only is coffee something that soothes and eases people through the day, Mm. but it is also something that once you know how to do it is a pleasure to make
2: yes it's really really good so they do a slightly cheaper version of this that's yeah. 629 it's not got the LEDs display but I think the one you got me is was 750 £49. Pounds.
1: I think the amazing um, thing about the I'm LED display grateful. is it means that you really can muck about with flavours yes. and, and strengths and the, things like that, which the, are important.
2: The default settings was the strongest coffee I've ever consumed in my yeah, life. oh my God. I was awake for a and month. And
1: Chester was also awake Ooh, every night for a month. <laughs> yeah.
2: So I have had to adjust it and tone it down a bit. I'm only mm. a little lad. I don't really like strong coffee, but mm. I do enjoy the perks that coffee brings. So have a little look at that. It's fabulous.
1: Um, I just want to say Hereford Fodder was so sweet. Oh, yes, yes, great. They've they've sent us some extremely grateful messages. Oh, well, that's Um, very nice. They were really, really happy. I'd like to talk about a TV Mm programme that I have just started Uh watching. So, this is on Amazon Prime, and it's called Hacks. Now, I've got a feeling that this is the first season, Mm -hmm. and it's new. Okay. But the premise is a sort of Joan Rivers style mm-hmm. comedian aging not quite sure how old she is but would say 70s maybe okay and she has got uh, she's had the longest standing Vegas mm-hmm. what do they call a residency yes and she's had the longest standing comedian residency. Okay, so but she's she done. is... Yeah. She writes her gags in the bath. She has every day is the same. She lives on her own. She lives in Vegas. She's got an army of people that work for her. But she is bored and she is tired. And she is unsatisfied. And... Uh-huh. She, you just get this feeling that she's just doing that. But then, the man who owns the casino or the place that she's on at says that he's going to get her um, to have Friday, Saturday off the biggest nights of the week. And he's going to try and get in a younger kind of edgier because she's playing to an older audience. Okay. And um, she then decides that she's going to branch out and possibly try Mm -hmm. um, a a writer. Well, it kind of happens at the same time as this young, Mm -hmm. woke, edgy, edgy, female writer gets cancelled. Okay. Her career is just about to take off and she d- tells a gag on Twitter uh-huh. and she gets cancelled and she can't get any work for Love Nor Money. Okay. And both of them are desperate. Okay. They come together uh-huh. in Vegas and the results are Matic. hilarious. Okay, good. Um, Very funny, touching, interesting. Very interesting when somebody who doesn't give a shit because they're in their 70s mm-hmm. and they're older and they are mature. Mm-hmm. You know, when somebody's like... Well, Joan Rivers, you know. She, yeah, yes. She doesn't oh, suffer fools. Amazing. You, Joan you you introduce somebody that is incredibly kind yeah. of woke and sensitive about everything. And this woman isn't sensitive about anything. Okay. She's like, I'm not sure you can say that. She's going, I can say whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. It's like, you can almost see the kind of relief. You think, <laughs> oh God, it's so nice to be with somebody that yes. doesn't care. Free. And then, you know, the moment when this um, comedian says tell me the joke, tell Mm. me the joke that you got cancelled for and then the reason why they start really liking each other is because they both try and make that joke acceptable and better Mm -hmm. and they go, no, what you should have said was this and then the other girl goes, actually, I probably should have said this And Mm. and then somebody else says, no, I should have said this, and then they go, that's it, that's the joke. And okay. then you see, oh, my God, if a little bit of you and a little yeah. bit of me, and we can find some common ground, and the joke's really funny, uh, yeah. but also relevant. So then Christopher McDonald, which you, who you probably recognize from um, loads of kind of comedy films in okay. the past, she goes in, she goes, no, I'm going to carry on my um, seven days, because I'm going to become really young and relevant, okay. you just watch... So, I'm, I'm only in at the beginning bit. My um, best friend, Sarah, uh-huh. recommended this to me. Uh, did binge she binge watched it. Yeah, in she's two got a good ear for comedy, Sarah. She's got a very good ear for comedy. She's, got, yeah, for comedy. I she's agree. got a very similar taste in comedy to you. Yeah, yeah, we both like But this, and, and the like. You would love this. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know you would really love it. Yeah, well, enjoy. I mean,
2: everything you've just said about it is. 8.2 is right up um, my yeah.
1: Oh, and another thing that'll be right at your Straza, mm-hmm. half an hour X. <sighs> the dream. Yeah, so 8.2 on IMDb, mm-hmm. half-hour acts, mm-hmm. really funny for all generations, young and old. There's something for everybody. It's a comedy drama, and it's brilliant.
2: Great. I might give that a go.
1: Mm.
2: I mean, I will give it a go. But I might give it a go sooner than, sooner than mm. planned. I'm trapped in the middle of World War II in colour at the moment. Oh, uh, yeah, on, it's uh, amazing. On Netflix. So there's an original series of World War II in colour, but this is a new series of World War II in colour where they've chosen very specific battles, but... Last night I watched the Battle of Iwo Jima, which is my favourite battle of World mm. War Two. really. You always forget about the Americans fighting the yes. Japanese, really, because we're so totally. bent on the race to yes. Berlin, right? And the D-Day landings Absolutely. and all the rest of it. But this whole thing was going on in the South, um, in the Pacific. Why
1: is it your favourite?
2: Because it's so unbelievably brutal. And it's this little island... Is that island because the,
1: the Japanese fought so hard? I mean, the yes. kamikaze, the idea that you would just... It was the suicide bomb before the suicide bomb. Yes,
2: break. I mean, they would just fight to the death. So there was, I remember this guy saying, oh, the thing about fighting the Japanese is that when you fought the Germans, if you surrounded 10 Germans and you were 400 soldiers, the Germans would surrender. And he said, but if you surrounded four Japanese, they would just shoot until you killed them. Mm. So there was always a possibility you would die. They would never, ever surrender, mm. you know. So there was that. But there was this thing about Iwo Jima is they eventually wanted to, they wanted to, bomb Japan but mm. the only way they could do that was to get into this island of Iwo Jima because the planes had enough like distance they had to stop. so yes. it's a strategic island that they wanted um, and um, the Japanese knew this you know but they did this thing where they basically built miles and miles of tunnels I'd love to go to Iwo Jima if we ever get the chance
1: because the going, tunnels must be there we're definitely gonna yeah. okay, go okay great I'm, I'm and, also gonna take you to okay. Vietnam okay Wow. And yeah, before yes. we Great. go to Vietnam, I'm going to watch the full 10 hours of documentary that we've recommended on this podcast.
2: But what they did, the Japanese, they hid in all these tunnels and they allowed the Americans to land. They thought it would be like D-Day landings. They thought they'd get absolutely massacred and they didn't. So they, they all landed. They got onto the beaches and then they started mooching about and feeling quite confident. And then the Japanese then they got massacred. And Did they, would... they
1: let them fall into a trap? It was a oh, trap. it was a complete trap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But oh I think more
2: God. American soldiers were killed in 48 hours on Iwo Jima than all the other islands put together <gasps> in 48 hours. Like 4,000 men just absolutely <gasps> oh slaughtered. God. And it's just amazing. And in the end, you probably didn't really need Iwo Jima because <gasps> they had this B-29 bomber that could fly distance and make it to Tokyo oh and bomb no. it and get back. So they didn't really need it. So it's just a kind of shambolic idea and just an absolute... Horrific well, they lack thought of flag.
1: because it was a small.
2: But you know race. the very famous picture of the six men putting up the American flag. Yes, it was a big bronze statue of it. Mm. So there's a story of Iwo, on Iwo Jima of that. So every time they captured an island, they raised the flag. Um, but they'd already raised the flag, but they hadn't taken a photo of it. So they had them reenact it. So that picture of those guys doing that is a reenactment of the flag raising. And um, they used it as kind of propaganda to try and raise more money and war oh, bonds in America. God. And there's a really interesting story around that whole thing. But there's two films, if you're interested in this, there's two films that I would highly recommend that Clint mm. Eastwood made about 10 years ago. One's called The Flags of Our Fathers, and it's the story of that flag raising on Iwo Jima. And it's an amazing story. Oh, really? It's a bit of corruption going on in there, and it's this yeah. weird thing where... Three of the people who put the flag up had died, but they found the three, three other people, there's six in total, but only one of them was actually under flag raising. The other two weren't. But they were forced to fly home and raise money for war bonds, and they didn't want to do that. They wanted to mm. fight, so they were angry. So there's a whole story around that. It's brilliant. It's called The Flags of Our Fathers, and it's about Iwo Jima. And Clint Eastwood shot another film at exactly the same time called really? The Battle of Iwo Jima, and it runs at exactly the same timeline as Flags of Our Fathers. So you have these two films. One of them is in Japanese, subtitled, and it's told from the point of the Japanese. Has Joel seen it? No, I don't think so. Oh, I've got to
1: show it and to Joel. And then the other ones,
2: from the American's point of view, of the raising of that flag and all the things. Wow. They are I mean, amazing films. Just, yes.
1: How cool is Clint Eastwood? Oh, my God. What an amazing and idea. I, he, I think he
2: directed that when he was 78 or something. To do that. Both of that. those films, yeah.
1: And what a fantastic concept. Mm. And he is at that age Mm -hmm. where you are, I don't care if you Mm. think it's going to be a huge film or not. I'm going to make it. There's something very liberating about being at that age where you're just so confident in yourself that here is a young man, Mm. you, Mm -hmm. recommending it on a podcast because it's one of the greatest things you've ever seen.
2: It's superb. It's really, really good. So if you could be bothered to kind of get through them both, they're really worth watching, but they're extremely harrowing. Um, Would it
1: be something that like... oh? you know we could watch together oh yeah it it's historically fascinating it's fascinating yeah, okay. it's very Wait. accurate and
2: Wait. it's just mind-blowing because mm-hmm. you think about the second world war from our point of view as being something completely different um, so anyway world war two in colour it's on Netflix oh it's good let's do a few shout outs can I quickly say something yeah
1: Olivia mm-hmm. uh, the fourth member of um, the band posted something on um the making the cut stories mm-hmm. um a little kind of poll oh, yeah, yeah. to see and i am disappointed oh, um, <gasps> oh right. i've just seen
2: that yes okay let's just pause that a minute. so she posted something said asking for a friend sorry just how old is too old to wear speedos if you listen to this week's podcast you'll get why 66 percent said no to the budgie smugglers
1: I, I, I have changed my tune yeah. on Budgie Smugglers and since I've seen you in swimming trunks. <laughs> and I I feel like yeah. your short swimming shorts, trunk shorts, mm. are never short enough. Yeah. Like, I want... I'm
2: going to get some I Speedos for you. You yeah. to get Speedos. Yeah.
1: And when you get Speedos, I'm going to post a picture of you. Don't worry, I'll get a really good angle. Yeah, thing.
2: make sure you get a good angle. Um, I, can dress,
1: I can dress you. Yeah, okay. It's what male models used yeah. to have to have. They. Do you know how... Male models used to get dressed in pants for a pants. Yeah, um, squeeze their advert. penis a bit. No, no, no. And get no. it semi erect. No. That's what I'd do. They didn't. I, <laughs> I know this because I was a male model agent, but what um, stylists used to do, would they, they'd have a stick mm-hmm. to uh, manipulate your penis into various positions. Oh, really? So obviously they wouldn't mm. use their hands, mm-hmm. but they would, like, I mean, I don't know why they wouldn't say to a model, can you move your yeah, Willie over that way? Yeah. <gasps> Quickly just want to say out mm-hmm. loud, mm-hmm. Um, what Willie Cook, we recommended oh, his podcast. Subject. Um just I said yeah. the word Willie and I thought, yeah. oh my God, I must <gasps> yeah, say. Yeah. I actually met Will. Yeah, I Willie. did call him Willie for the first yeah. sort of few times. Today, mm-hmm. he's epic. You're going to love him. Great. He's invited us. To go and cook with him uh-huh. I've put in a date in the diary okay. I'll give it to you after okay. We're going to go and cook And we will talk about it on the pod But I love that man
2: So we have had a message from uh, Susanna Kendrick What a great name um, It says Hi Davina, Michael and Olivia My son is a national swimmer And I have three other competitive swimmer kids God, So I've, I've done, seen a Susanna. lot of sp- <laughs> a lot of speedo in my time mm. But check out It says Funky fun- Trunks
1: Funky Trunks Funky Trunks
2: to see new budgie smugglers that that'll trump speedos trump the word trump's in there I <laughs> yes, love that that's was thinking that's so why good. is Donald Trump in this message
1: oh trump um, farty
2: great so funkita.funkytrunks.co.uk you google in that yeah. as we speak um, because I'd like to see that but yes I want some funky trunks um, when I've got rid of the old uh, Tyson Furies uh, this is from Lorna Swinning Hi guys, big fan of the podcast. I have noticed that you've recommended a few, let's say, more right-leaning, free thinkers, Jordan Peterson, etc. Oh yeah. I thought you could take a listen to someone like Oloch Menon.
1: Oloch Menon. Uh,
2: And if you guys think their point of view is interesting, challenging uh, and in... And new. And new...
1: Then include it in an upcoming podcast. Yes,
2: <laughs> I'm so glad you took over Do you know that? what mm-hmm. I think
1: is nice? Yes. Is that it is really important mm. to listen to all different types...
2: Yes, absolutely. ...of... Let's make a note.
1: ...of opinions. Um, I'm just too busy looking at men in swimming trunks at the moment. Um, I wonder if we can filter the Speedo oh, men's swimwear.
2: Um, thank you very much indeed for that, Laura. I will definitely take a listen to that. Uh, sounds fascinating.
1: Oh. Oh. oh i'm sorry i oh, wow. really wow. shouted sorry <laughs> look at these the rainbow racer funky trunks mm-hmm. you'd look amazing in these oh god he looks mm. a bit like joe it's... Mm? oh yeah
2: oh, god, look at his face It's just very peculiar model pose that's Irish. well he's just
1: he looks quite happy with his physique mm. i would imagine yeah, well, look how nice yeah. these are oh hawaiian heaven Mm. Those are very you.
2: Yeah. Uh, these look absolutely fantastic, um, I have to say. So, £20 uh, for swimming trunks from uh, Funky Trunks. You choose some and I'll get them. And then we can oh, do some modelling. Wow. Thanks very much indeed, uh, Lorna. That's uh, really good. Um, so, El I, I, I can't...
1: Do you want me to help you? Some,
2: yeah, something... Well, her, her name. I, I can't read this name because there's something about my dyslexia I think it's Ebelbeck. Ebelbeck. Okay, thank you. Slow Horses comes from Slough Houses.
1: Slough House. Uh,
2: the place... Oh, of course. The place
1: that the ones from intelligence service who have messed up get sent.
2: Yeah, it's the first in the series of our books by Mick Herron and would hardly recommend if you're looking for a good holiday book and can't wait for the next series. Oh, One great. of those books that went round most of my family members... Oh, so slow horses comes from Sly House. Yes. Thank you very much indeed for that. Um, I love because it.
1: That's if you watch more of it. Mm. Sly House is talked about yeah. a lot.
2: I'd, well, I'd heard it already mm. come up. Um, oh, here we go. Yesterday, this is from Sarah Hennessy. Just listen to the latest step. And I thought you were, at, I thought you were the same as me, forty-nine same in age. June. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I checked on the internet before sending the message, and it says you were born in seventy-four. So I went forty-eight. Apologies. I got your age wrong. Hopefully, forty-nine isn't too bad. I'll join you it's, in June. He's
1: forty. He's forty-nine now. I'm
2: forty-nine, so I was born in seventy-three. Uh, you can't trust the internet with these things. I no. mean, when the Daily Mail have said, have photographed me and you somewhere, they've, they've put me at forty-six, mm. and they've also put me as a clothes designer. Um, yeah, which is hilarious, they right? said my dad
1: um. was. Uh, what did They they called him Frank. <laughs> at my <Mike laughs> okay. wedding.
2: Yeah, great. Um, Would you
1: be an extra small or a small?
2: Um, oh.
1: is that embarrassing no no
2: embarrassing. I don't I, I mean I am a small I am an extra small man I think I think I would go extra small we can send them back right and
1: then yeah yeah yeah. Small,
2: yeah and then she also says oh I sent some further recommendations further up the message don't think you've mentioned them yet want to remind you as I think Michael would love Operation Mincemeat based on the World War 2 true story see above yes Sarah I do know Operation Mincemeat and you're not the only person to have mentioned this the Ip- Ip- Chris Files and ITV the as Chris well. Files are amazing. Oh, oh my God, they've remade those, I think. And today, so Operation Mincemeat at the cinema. I didn't realise it was on at the cinema. Oh, I'm so excited about that. It is a brilliant story, and it's starring Colin Firth um, and Kelly MacDonald and uh, Mark Gatiss. Can I mean, we go. Uh, yeah, I mean, how old is this message? So, Oh, it's the second of May, so it might still be on. I'm going to have a little look around. Okay. Sarah lives in Welling Garden City, which is not far from St. Dolman's. Thanks, uh, Sarah. That is a brilliant one. Let's do one more from, oh, what's this?
1: Pickles and Bakes.
2: Pickles and Bakes. Hey, guys, how about trying some of our paintable
1: biscuits? (gasps) This Uh, is such a great idea for the Platinum Jubilee.
2: Paint and eat the Queen and her corgis. This is a brilliant idea. I'll tell
1: you why, because for any street party, if you've got any kids, any toddlers, Mm. anybody over the age of three, Mm -hmm. they are going to love to paint the queen and some corgis. Even if they just annihilate her. We're done. Yeah. So you get edible paint. You get edible decorations. For your queen and corgi. And then you get to eat it afterwards. <sighs> this is a really good idea. It's called Pickles and Bakes. They That is their Instagram account. Um, go mm. and have a look at them now.
2: Brilliant stuff. Okay let's do one more for good luck. I'd like to recommend Speechify. It's an app for dyslexic people. <laughs>
1: Oh yes, I know oh, God, it. My
2: God, perfect! But also happens to be very helpful for loads of others. Uh, power through docs, articles, PDFs, emails, anything you read by listening with um, oh, leading to text text to speech reader. So this is where I think you kind of scroll over the writing and then it reads it out to you. Yep. I want this so, so much, Sarah Wakelum, Thank you. This is a brilliant. Recommendation for mm. me, speechify. I'm going to play around with that this uh, this week. Um, thanks very much indeed. This is our 101st episode. I think later this weekend we're gonna find out who's gonna come down and join us for a podcast. You can bring your recommendations. Bring us some like sweets and cakes and crisps and things as well. Um, and
1: I, I would cheese. Not like we love cheese. Cheese. I'd love some cheese. Yeah,
2: cheese and pickly things. Mm-hmm. I bring stuff with you that we can taste and
1: try. Oh, and I see like to try. Yeah, yeah. Yes, parts, well you, you know, can like try like sweets. A, yeah, yeah, I can but try anything, sweets. Anything or and stuff like but that. any anything, any, any even if it's like an amazing box of matches or a lovely kitchen towel that you've tried or yeah. a fantastic coffee that you've tasted or it can be anything we just love recommendations of anything because we know that personal recommendations are far better than mm. anything you will ever read on tinternet
2: we're very excited to find out who's coming as well Olivia, yes. olivia's gonna choose yes good uh, yeah then you know, we
1: shouldn't because that's not fair
2: no i mean you know we might be biased about things, yeah. right yeah it's yeah. good yeah somebody else can take the Shoulder the weight, mm. but we can't wait. We're really looking We're forward very to meeting excited. you. Yes, uh, thanks very much indeed, everybody. Hope Thank you. Have a you. lovely weekend, and we will speak to you super soon.
1: Love you. Bye. Bye.